Bitch, I did it, I made it, I'm loved and I'm hated I started from the bottom, now my neighborhood is gated Okay, folks, we are episode 12 It's it's week 13 in Baffle Only two weeks left in the season Only the Magic Carps and the Voldemorts have clinched a spot to the dance Two wins separate third and ninth And if that doesn't get your juices flowing, here's your week 12 recap I'm going to kill you, Akunaka Akuna Matata Wolves. I'm going to destroy you. After tonight, no one will ever again question my power. After tonight, if they speak of you, they'll only speak of how you begged for death and how I, being a merciful lord, obliged. And that's exactly what the Voldemorts did as they all but cement the wolves in the fish bracket. Voldemorts 85, wolves 60. Jesus, follow that up. How about the fiercest of rivalries culminated in what appeared to be two dinks slapping each other with wet noodles. As uninspiring as their playoff aspirations or their keeper situations, this matchup was forgotten as soon as it ended. Hogs 90, Sharks 85. There's drama on Aquarium Avenue as ownership bitches and moans about the media not talking enough about his team. Even Vagine Harris was too busy digging sand out of his lips to realize the game started last week. But need not worry, his 88 point outing won't change his astonishing points for we are all struck by. Carps 88, Mystic 75. A new Sith rises to power as Darth Fournette force choked the life out of the Broskis stealing their life force to heal the once broken Sith Lords. Another guaranteed win vaults the playoff Lords into the dance. Bad guys 127, shitty logo guys 95. <laughs> if not for a rigged schedule, Hunter Renfro and Matt Burrito would be leading the big guys to a championship. But instead, they're putting the fishbowl on notice that they're not fucking around. Big guys reverse the gambling corner as they bury Lamar INT Jackson and the offenders 111.60. Who knew benching your best player could still net you a win? Looks like the dog pound needed the dog pound to, pound to pound the pontoons one last time, as they are still reeling from the loss of Derrick Henry, lacking any sense of a Kendrick-born identity. And I just realized I don't have the score for this one. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Chase Claypoo and the McFarves kept tripping over their Deontay foreskin, while the Cheeks take no mercy, proving they can score with the best of them. Cheeks 153, McFarves 69. Dog pound 101, pontooners 81. Nice. <laughs> this is a professional outfit if they haven't caught on by now, okay? Man, you said pound the, the tuners or something? Ooh. Pound the yeah. pontooners? And I was like, yeah. that's literally the wildest like say that five times fast yeah right yeah. i can you don't know until you're in the heat of the moment how hard it is <laughs> yeah one it's difficult to actually write these things up and then we've talked about it probably every week and it hasn't mm -hmm. changed my approach where like i don't even read them yeah until we're we're live on air i'm like holy fuck how am i gonna get through I, this i know but man it's exhausting trying to come up with them so when you're done doing it, you're like, fuck, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't even bother to look at them. No, it, it's like the biggest really. It's like writing the exam, right? Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you're just like, fuck, finally submit. Like, yep. you know, like I'm not going to proofread yeah. anything. So I don't even know if that uh, Voldemort quote is like legit. Holy I smokes. Just, I just Googled it. <laughs> um, it was really intense. All right. Um, okay. So the waivers this week.
Uh, not sure if you had the chance to review the waiver wire like first thing in the morning, but it was basically just me missing out on every shitty running back <laughs> because I have no fab or like on waiver priority. Oh, I was missing guys gosh. like even guys that aren't playing like Amir Abdul and I'm playing this week. Yeah. Couldn't get him. <laughs> Couldn't get him. Yeah. It's incredible. Are you actually at zero or you're just being cheap? I have $3, $3 left. Could have got him. I guess. Jordan Howard missed. Missed. I would have missed on him anyway. Couldn't even get a kicker, eh? Couldn't even get a kicker, dude. It's just like, Jesus. Anyway, here's a rundown of the nonsense this week. Um, Carson Wentz, $11 to the McFarves. Jordan Howard, $5 to the Wolves. Minnesota, $4 to the Lords. Tua, $3 to the Wolves. Taysom Hill, $3 to the Tuners. Daniel Carlson, $3 to the Tuners. Carlos Hyde, Three dollars to the offenders. All it took was DeAndre Swift going down for Brent to be like, "Oh, I guess <laughs> maybe I should get a handcuff, right?" Yeah. Uh, Harrison Bucker, three dollars to the offenders. This no wonder I was missing on the kickers. Foster Morrow, two dollars to the Hogs. Cole Comet, one dollar to the Dog Bound. <sighs> anyway, so yeah. if you're keeping score of what I was up to, <laughs> I missed on Howard. Missed on Abdullah, picked up Austin Walter, dropped Austin Walter, and picked up Nwongo, Nwongo, sorry, Adib, dropped Nwongo, and picked up Adrian Peterson, like, all in the same day. And and how long ago was it that you dropped Adrian Peterson, like, until you came back full circle? Two, a week and a half, two weeks. All right. Yeah. Maybe. Beautiful. Um, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, a big ad that we are not talking about. Mm-hmm. is the Minotaur big guys bringing back Denzel Mims to the squad. That's right. I saw that happen today. Yeah, big yeah. time. And he dropped uh, Travis Homer for him. Who he just picked up. Who he just picked up. Yep, yep, yep. He's like, wait a second, Mims? Nobody has Mims? Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sign him off he's, someone's practice he's squad. fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> hmm? Oh, my God. So, I'd love to see how many times he's picked up Denzel Mims this year. Like over the last, well, man, even over the last two years would be kind of nice. Yeah. Um. Anything else on the waivers? No, I mean it's it's that time of year where like it's absolute garbage. Like there's maybe a couple quarterbacks mm-hmm. that kind of flip flop back and forth, mm-hmm. um, to a few teams, and then and then kind of like that Denzel Mims. I saw a D picked up Christian Kirk, like you know Josh Reynolds. Like it's just those guys bouncing from team to team. You know, if someone picks him up, leaves him on the bench, he puts right. up two points, he gets released, and rinse and repeat all over again. So, yeah. Kind of unrelated, I guess, but somewhat related. I'll try and tie it back. But I'm really surprised Nick isn't taking more of a victory lap on um, on Mitchell and spending yeah. all that fab. Like, everybody was on his ass about doing that, except for me. Thank you very much. But it just goes to show you, like, at this time of year where you're looking at the waiver wire and you're like holy shit like mm-hmm. maybe i should have just dropped 80 dollars on on mitchell in week one yeah right yep you probably should have i mean in hindsight uh but it it's tough because you never know how banged up your squad is gonna be and yeah i mean never, look at yeah. you look at you now where i mean the moves aren't necessarily impactful but they're still important, like getting the kicker or the defense matchup that you want any given week, especially mm. down this 
playoff stretch is important. And you're kind of just, I mean, you, I know you have the Rams and, you know, but mm-hmm. it's kind of, I, I don't know. It's like, it's great that he got Mitchell, but how mm-hmm. many times have someone uh, spent a hundred fab on Dearness Johnson for him to put up like four points and then never see a game again? Right, there was just there was just a path path for Mitchell to be the starter for the rest of the season. There guess, was, but different. there was also so much like one, no one talked about him throughout training camp. Yeah, Trey Sermon was there. Mm-hmm. They have Jim Michael mm-hmm. Hasty, and then what's his fit? Jeff Wilson was coming. Yeah, back. that's true. That's true. That's true. So like, good for Nick, right? Yeah, but I'm just surprised he's not milking it. It's Nick. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, that's very true. Okay, so uh, maybe a nice segue to loser of the week. Just a little shot at Nick for no reason. Yeah. You're um, not loser of the week, Nick, but like still. So we've got a new winner this week. Yep. Uh, somebody who um it's it's crunch time. Let's put it that way. It's crunch time in the season. This guy's on the brink of the play. He's in the play. He's got a playoff spot. I think he was sitting nice about two weeks ago. He's sitting in fourth place or so. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking real good. You know what? You know what really grinds we, my gears the most? What's that? Is we we stroked him come off. on? Oh, hard. Yeah. And like, yeah, uh, exactly what you're gonna say. Yeah. Fucking put him on a pedestal. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. this is what he does. This is how he returns the favor. Yeah. Yeah, I like, mean, yeah, I mean, Jesus. Anyway, like, do you expect any less of a sex offender? Like, <laughs> I mean, he he's he's going in, like you said, he was in fourth place. We yeah. talked about how he has the potential to score the most points in the entire league. Made a couple big trades. Yep. Then he goes out, and he's playing the lowly McFarves. Yeah, the three, right? the no three and expects. what? The three and eight McFarves? Yeah, at that point. Three and seven? Three, three and seven, seven. Maybe? Yeah, okay. Um, and, and he loses to him. Does yeah. it, has an okay showing offensively, yeah. but like yeah. Jesus, you got to lock down the McFarves. Like you can't let them put up 111 points or yeah. whatever it was for. Yeah, him. play some defense. And then you know how he rebounds by putting up a 60 spot the yeah. week after. Yeah, against another big guy, three win team. Yeah, like he's he's literally just going in there and letting the fishbowl walk all over him. The big like guys reversed remember, him. Yeah, they reverse they reverse gambling corner him. Yep, absolutely. Good on them. Like I, I know, I know you are a big, big guy, a big guy, big, big guy, guy. Yeah. Uh holy smokes. Um, and you took them, you took them against the spread. So yeah. Hey, good for you. Should have like played the, the money like line, they, man. Yeah. Holy. They need to. Offenders need to give their heads a shake here. Like I don't know, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but uh, it's it's got to be a little worrisome. And then how how hurt is DeAndre Swift? Well, he's he's doubtful this week. Um, he seems unlikely to play week thirteen due to a shoulder injury. Yeah, shoulders are important. I've I've heard that. When you're running back, it's somewhat important. James Robinson also banged up. Um, so I mean, listen, like not. I did text him about Jamal Williams, and the response was, and I respected the response was, 
if DeAndre Swift goes down, I think I'm just distancing myself from that entire offense. Hmm. And I was like, okay, like respect it. But now you're looking at Tevin Coleman in for Swift. Yep. So he, he, yes. So his, his uh, big brain approach was if DeAndre Swift gets hurt, I want nothing to do with the Detroit Lions offense. Yes. I instead want to put my playoff hopes on the New York Jets. The New York Jets. Smart. That's good. That's backup. Okay. <laughs> Third string running yeah. back who's now cannon bolted into the first, I guess, the guy who gets the most touches maybe. Yeah. I, I look up and down his roster. Yeah. And he's a loser. But fuck, he's got a lot of losers on his team too, yeah. right? Yeah. Like Lamar is garbage. Yeah. What's up with Medcalf and the Seattle Seahawks? Yeah. James Robinson, like him, banged up. Tevin Coleman, loser. Dalton Schultz, yeah. like that's loser. your starting tight end. Loser. Cool. You know? Yeah. Devontae Smith, yeah. He's fine, but he plays with Jalen, whatever his face is, loser. And like then you look at the rest of his bench and it's just like, holy shit, man. Like, we talked about your depth, but every week you're just making it worse. Holy like, fuck. Allen Robinson has 30 receptions this year. Yeah. Yeah. That guy is like a perennial 100 reception guy. He's a complete ghost. Jeff Wilson is gar- garbage. Like Rex Burkhead. Rex what is he Bur- doing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Will Fuller's on his IR. We should have reframed this whole thing, and it shouldn't have been about his two losses to two of the shittiest teams yeah. in the league. This is it what happens when we don't prep the roster award. management. This is what happens when we don't prep the award. <laughs> we're just coming on. We're like Brent's a loser. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh Brent, Jesus dude, Christ. Brent, give your head a shake. Brent, this is terrible. <laughs> is Will Fuller even going to play this year? I don't know. Why is he even on the IR? I don't know, because he's who cares, right? Like he's got no one else to put on the IR. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, congrats on your first uh loser of the week, Brent. Yeah. Hey, there you can only uh you can only go up from here. Yeah. Ho- hopefully. Exactly. Jeez. All right, should we uh scooch over the the matchups? Yeah, please. I almost said the mustaches because he's playing the, the mustache mystics. That's <laughs> like uh, so. I was staring at uh, Noel's team. All right. Choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Choose your destiny. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's my job to kick us all off here, so let's talk about a banger here. And we're gonna go 14th place uh, wolves versus the ninth place pontooners. And when I was doing my little type up here of of all the rankings, uh, I have to admit I put 19th place pontooners. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it, that I wasn't shocked when I wrote that. I was right, like, right. yeah, maybe there's only 14 teams, but like he, this yeah. is bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But just when I'm shit on James a little bit, then you got to do a little a little look see over at the Wolves, and just when you thought his team was absolutely garbage and couldn't suck anymore, mm-hmm. he loses Christian McCaffrey for the fourteenth time this year. 
his two least shitty running backs are on a bye, and his two shittiest running backs that he has to start are both injured and questionable for the week. Yeah. Like, the only blessing that this guy has is that he's rolling James and his terrible squad. Yep. Now, you know the matchup is going to be shit when there's multiple Washington football team players and <laughs> multiple Philadelphia players yep. uh, in the matchup. And yep. it's – I don't know – I don't know if it's going to be – it's either going to be come down to whichever tight end does the best, mm-hmm. um, and that sucks because, you know, Bobby's playing against Travis Kelsey, um, or whatever charger wide receiver does the best. And Allen has gotten the the, the uptick in targets mm-hmm. and, and usage, but Mike Williams is that big boom guy, right? And I, I think those are the kind of the two matchups that – decide this week so agree i also think it kind of hinges on whether hopkins plays or not because it's looking like he he's missed the last yeah so i think he's been missing practice all week again um it's gonna be like a cold weather outdoor game in chicago Mm -hmm. so he might have a bad game regardless but then if you look across, it's I don't even know who's who is this DeAndre Carter. Yeah, the Washington yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's DeAndre Carter versus DeAndre Hopkins right now, and if Hopkins yeah. comes out, then it's like Kenny Galladay or Kenny Gainwell. Oh, it's it's bad. But even then, if even if Hopkins rules out, do you have confidence that he's going to be the guy that's going to give you fifteen more, points? Well, I have more hope for DeAndre Hopkins and DeAndre Carter. Of course. DeAndre Carter, I assume, is a CFL replacement player. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't want to be that guy. I have no clue what this man <laughs> has done. I'm looking okay, he had he had four receptions last week for forty two okay. yards and he's their kick returner. He also had a fumble. Sweet. Yeah. That is James's best player, and that's other than Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and that's his. Uh, that's his best. That's his best week. Yep. Yep. Sweet. In terms of catches, in terms of receptions. Yeah. So I. Okay. I mean, I don't know if we need to to talk more about like the actual matchup. It's going to be dog shit. Um. So that might lead us into the little gambling corner I prepared. Okay. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I went with these guys. Um, I changed it up slightly. Okay. I'm going total points. Like okay. Like matchup. Yeah, okay. Over under <laughs> 165 points. Mm. That would be can both teams that's break like 80. 80 essentially. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, James is I, I... Kelsey's, I think the only guy who's gonna. I don't think so, man. Like Russell, Wilson I don't think put they're getting single there. digits, right? I believe, but I think that's gonna happen again. Like, oh, I, he put up nineteen last week. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. How are you? That, How are you? Before that, five and a half, and then eight. And um. Okay, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say over. All right. I'm gonna say over. Fuck okay. it. Fuck. What do you and say? Then, what do you think? I, I think under. Okay. I think 
each player, you know, each team has a few players that might score mm-hmm. a few points, mm-hmm. right? But for every couple points that Travis Kelsey scores, like what's Kendrick Bourne or Carter going to do? Yeah, you know what? One of these what? teams is putting up 60, and that means the other one's got to get to 105. Yeah, like Jerry Judy against Kansas City. Ugh. Uh, David Johnson against anyone. Ugh. Jordan Howard. Like I yeah, just you're right. topped a bottom. Right. You're right. Like, even even Tua against the Giants. Like the Giants aren't okay. a, like a fun team. Yeah, I gotta switch but, my wager. Yeah, but they're they're stingy, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I gotta switch my wager. That's not that's not a great look. So so money on the under. Yeah. Fuck, yep. I hate unders. Here we go. And then finally the uh, the spread. Mm-hmm. I have the pontooners winning at minus nine point five. I'm taking the so wolves on the money line. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm taking Alrighty. the wolves on the money line this week. That is, Kamish will be happy about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just collecting brownie points. <laughs> Who are you taking? And I see. I think the pawn. Yeah, I'll think. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, I think the pontooners. The only reason I want to go with the wolves is because I love chaos, and I think Pepsi Land who we once thought was going to be safe with six wins all of a sudden, right? Like the big guys, the big guys won, the McFarves won. Like if the Zen Sharks could could pull Mm -hmm. one out, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. There is Well, the Zen Sharks and the McFarves play each other, so one of them is going up to five wins. One of them is going up to five. So anyways, yeah, if if I were James, like I wouldn't be cashing my ticket to, sure, I'm not making the playoffs, but I'm not in the fishbowl just yet. Yeah, I believe, and someone will quickly tell us on the on the chat once they hear this segment if um, if our math is wrong. But I think there's still a path for James to end up in the fishbowl. Yeah, eh? mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not looking at the standings, but not that I'd be able to do the math anyway. Okay, yeah. Um, so who are you taking then? You're taking the I think, tuners. Yeah, I think James will end up winning just because Bobby's team is. So yeah. so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh scooch on over to the other uh exciting one. The twelfth place Sharks and the eleventh place McFarves. Both mm-hmm. teams sitting at four and eight. One of the teams that can catch the tuners here. Yeah, the radio head bull. Yeah. Hey, I do mean, you like Radiohead? Let's turn this no, into a I music don't. book. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not a Radiohead guy. I just don't you, get it. It's kinda on brand for me because they're super weird. Yeah. Um, but do you like weird, or you just like you? See, I th- I feel like your thing, and I'm telling you yeah. what your thing is, yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. you know, um, I, I hear is, it. is you just like you look at you and you're like you're you know your skinny jeans and your a little t-shirt, and, okay. You know, like my little t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you like and like, but then you're all tatted up, and you like heavier. I guess rock. I wouldn't say like maybe some metal. Like, would you say like some of the stuff you like is more heavy rock than straight yeah, it's up like, metal? Yeah, uh, it's like hardcore music. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that's weird. It's just like yeah, I mean, some a little think different. It's, it's just not that mainstream. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, but but Radiohead to me is like is weird. Like, what's their most favorite? It's song? drug it, music. It's drug music. Yeah. Is it Creep? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a bad song when are you when are you listening to that song uh never yeah it's yeah, like yeah, when you never. were like 13 
and yeah you know you just broke up with your internet girlfriend on icq and you're just like yeah being sad in your basement yeah yeah Anyways. i'm a creep yeah one of those i would never choose to actually listen to that yeah anyway anyways how do we I get on get, that i don't want well, yeah i don't know jamie and devin liked radiohead that's all it really was. <laughs> okay so okay. uh <laughs> fantasy football you and your little shirt i'll never forget that <laughs> yeah. um so both these guys sitting in the fishbowl currently yes. uh one win and some help gets them obviously out for the time being so this is a this is a big matchup uh unless you're the zen sharks and you don't give a shit yeah Right, you just you just probably want the higher draft pick at this point we, and a couple fish. Yeah, we haven't really heard much from from Jamie about what he's thinking how he about, feels about the goldfish. He's made a I ton know. of moves. He's made a ton of moves, so it leads me to believe he wants no part of it. I don't think he wants any part of it. Yeah, personally, um, looking down these rosters, I think they're pretty evenly matched. Mm. I think wide receiver is and. And I hate saying it because I'm a Waddle guy, but I think he has a bit of an edge, and I hate Claypool. But I think the only reason, obviously, with Tyreek Hill, but I think there's two kind of big question marks for the rookies that are starting at wide receiver for the Zen Sharks. Devontae Parker's back this week. I think Waddle still has a fantastic floor. Like It'll just eat into his 12 to 15 touches. Like It might go down to 8 and 10, which is still great. And then... Was Zach Wilson back? Like Elijah, Ugh, man, poor Moore. Like he's look, he was looking great. And I know I think he had a touchdown called back last week, but it might have been a rushing touchdown. I can't remember. Um, but Zach Wilson looks like trash, and that could really hurt more. Um, you know, down the rest of this, down the rest of the year here. Yeah, the, I, the one thing I will say about Elijah Moore. Is even if he he kind of has that seven point three stat line, which is what mm-hmm. he finished with last week, mm-hmm. um, like Sheehan's got to be thrilled with seven points. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, same with Cooks, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I running back. I think the X factor is obviously the Cook injury, the Dalvin Cook injury. Like the Sharks yeah. now have an RB one until until Cooks back if he comes back, and um, you know I could see this this game being looking at these rosters like i could see this game being decided within five points sure and i i think i i think kittle's gonna come back with a really nice game and 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna put my money on the mcfarves this week yeah i think there's a lot of people on the struggle bus on both of these teams right you've highlighted a couple of them but like kyle pitts Yep. At least he, you can throw on Tampa and they'll be throwing the whole game. Yeah. And well, one, you can throw on them. Two, you have to throw on them. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know what his deal is. Mm-hmm. That's concerning considering he's like his locked in number one keeper. Yep. And then on, on the flip side, <laughs> it's like, yes, Devin Singletary. Uh, I don't know what. Yeah. Anyways. It's just kind of sad looking at these uh, these two franchises. Mm-hmm. You know, Sheehan has so much promise to start the year. And the McFarves, you know, we we thought he was maybe going back to the to the ship. You know, on his revenge tour, started off so strong, so promising. And, 
and here we are talking about which one I think they'll both end up in the goldfish but which one is is gonna be I, I guess that the higher seed the favorite of the goldfish mm-hmm. I don't know I, I I think maybe I think I'll go with the McFarves I think okay. I'll go with the McFarves I think Kittle and Hill will separate themselves this week and I don't know if Sheehan um I don't know if Madison's really gonna be I don't know I just have everything is a question mark with the Zen Sharks. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think Jamie might be able to get himself out of the fishbowl. Okay. I think he might be able to pull it off. I'm trying I'm trying to pull up who he's got next week. He's got Oh, he's got Spa Lords. He's got Spa Lords. That might be a tough one. That might be a tough Sorry, one. Spa. Yeah. Yeah. But if he can get the same record as Noel, which is possible with a Noel loss this week, um, he's got the points for. Okay. So who knows? Anyway, he, he could also um, he can catch the the pontooners, assuming the pontooners lose out as well. And they've he got would, a drop too, yeah. Yeah, and he would most likely have them on points as well. And the pontooners play the Broskies week fourteen. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely a path for for Jamie to get out of it. And it's nice mm-hmm. that he's got multiple options, right? Multiple other shitty teams are slightly above him. And he's trying. He looks like he's trying to get out of it. So Yeah. Okay. Where are we going next? Boy, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh we're gonna go talk over talk over. We're gonna tuck over just across the street from me and talk about the uh the cheeks mm-hmm. against the uh the thirteenth place big guy. Sorry, mm-hmm. the seventh place cheeks i'll put some respect on that name yeah. he's in the playoffs once again mm-hmm. against 13th place and goldfish perennial big guys um but my main note here is like he's got to be laughing a little bit because miles gaskin is currently a top 20 running back mm-hmm. and and top to bottom aj's team and his depth i think will keep him in the playoff hunt mm-hmm. um and definitely overcome whatever Pearson has to throw at him. Yep. And then if you're wondering to yourself, well, what does Pearson have to throw at him? Well, he's got um, Matt Breida, who's mm-hmm. the greatest running back for the Buffalo Bills. Yep. He also has the Patriots stack against his Buffalo Bills. Um, I I don't know what he's what this guy is doing. Uh, I, I every time I look at his roster, I'm just like you gotta shake your head. Like you know what? I I'll give him I'll give him some credit. <laughs> he goes with his heart, right? Yeah. Um. He like he like latches on to to these guys or like these these types of guys, and he just can't break away from them. No. He can't break away from the Cole Beasleys, the Hunter Renfros. He can't any any somewhat decent um, Buffalo Bills player. Dude, he has four Buffalo Bills on his team and yes. three Patriots. That is correct. And then you got to factor in that he he's a big Jets guy and he's got Kadarius Tony for the Giants. So it's just like, yeah, he's all over the place. If we were all Bills fans, we would hate this team. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't think his team is very good. Uh, I don't <laughs> think that's a shock at all, but I I just think that AJ's team is actually good. Like it's a pretty it's a pretty decent team. Yep. Patterson is a stud. 
Dude, I thought he was going to fall off so hard. Like, I couldn't believe AJ wasn't trading him. Like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And he's just... But it also, I think, came... Like, everyone thought he would fall off. To his... To AJ's credit, though, he didn't panic and, like... He kept them, and it's it's paying off because man, being able to start him there or wherever the hell he wants has been super beneficial. Yes. Now it's unfortunate that rest of season, like Antonio Brown, is a complete fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got suspended today for th- the next three games. Okay. And then AJ Brown is is still banged up. I believe they put him on the IR. Mm-hmm. So he he's struggling a little depth wise, but. Um, that factors in like that Jacobs and Gibson are both pretty hurt as well. So like if any of his guys go down, he's kind of screwed. But as it stands right now, his roster top to bottom is pretty good. Yeah, I think it's great. Also, I want to make a note that Patterson is also the reserve or like the emergency uh, safety for the Atlanta Falcons. Oh shit! So he's he's like begging the defensive coaches to put him in so yep. he can get an interception as well. Yep. And I was wondering, I, I don't think we get points for that, but we should if if he comes in. If he comes in and gets an interception and, like, a rushing touchdown, there should yeah. be some sort of exception made. 100%. 100%. Anyways. 100 I, points. I, 100 points. Just guaranteed yeah. win. Yeah. As long as it's not against your team, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, exactly. Oh, sorry. This is a side story to that side story. Okay. I think we maybe talked about it in our group chat a while back. It was when Justin Tucker, it's kind of topical for the big guys, nailed his 68-yard field goal. Uh-huh. I believe, now I'm thinking about it, I think it was it was Adib that did it. And that team had a rule where if ever there was a 68-yard field goal made, um, that it was like, it counted as like 200 points or something like that. <laughs> Do you remember that conversation? I think I remember having that yeah, conversation. Yeah, and, and they made the rule like 10 years ago. The league is now like defunct and they don't have the league anymore. <laughs> but they just, they picked an arbitrary like insane number of like, no one's going to ever hit this type of field goal. But yeah. if they do, an exception should be made. 200 points. So, so I'm petitioning the league to consider if Patterson gets an interception and then an offensive touchdown, AJ should automatically win. I'm in for that. I'm in Perfect. for that. On the flip side, if that exception is not made, AJ is still going to win, so it doesn't truly matter. <laughs> like, yeah, for, like yeah. AJ is going to win by 30 points this week. Yeah, I, I've got a good feel for the big guys. I feel like week to week, and you know, hopefully nobody fact checks this, but I think I, I think I, I think I was like, I think I'm pretty good at predicting what the hell's going to go on. Okay. Um. This week, I'm not I'm not feeling it for the big guys. Mm. I'm not feeling it for the big guys. I think I think Bill uh, Bill's gonna plan for the Bills this week. He's yeah. got his plan. He's got an extra day to game plan for them. And I think Monday night um, might not go as planned for uh, for the Bills stack of Josh Allen, Cole Beasley, and and Matt Breida. Matt Breida. So I'm I'm gonna take the cheeks. Yeah, I think that um, regardless of what happens between the New England Buffalo, like it's gonna be a tight game. Mm-hmm. Both of their defenses are very good. Yep. I um 
I'd be surprised if it was particularly high scoring. Yeah, same. In Which, division, they're always like pretty tight. Games. Yeah, I don't have the betting lines in front of me here, but I can't yeah. imagine the New England Buffalo game is very, yeah, very high. So, anyways, that okay. sucks for you, Pearson. But hey, I think he's been gearing up for the, for the, maybe maybe all of these weird moves that he makes every week is all to do with the goldfish matchups. Could so be. maybe we're not giving him enough credit here. Maybe we're just laughing at his how terrible his moves are. He's game but maybe playing. they're they're setting up for what yeah. is it like week fifteen and week sixteen or week fifteen and week seventeen. Yep, that's yeah. probably what's happening. Gerald Everett against Detroit week seventeen. Yep. Ooh, baby. All right. Okay. All right. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the sixth place offenders and the tenth place mystics. Okay. This uh, this is another big one. Like, I know a lot of eyes are on the Spa Lords this week, but this one's just as big. Um, for for poor Noel, his horse is on a bye. Okay, there's yeah. there's no Aaron Jones. He's got CEH, Javante Williams in at running back. I like them. I like them quite a bit. Um, but they need a big win this week to stay alive in the playoff battle. Mm. They're, they're, they're one game out with, uh, with the terrible, terrible points for like yours truly. Mm. Um, so Van Jefferson cousins, McLaurin, they've all got nice matchups. He's got to figure out what he's doing with, uh, his defense. He has no defense right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so not, not sure what he's up to there. Uh, the offenders also missing their stud probably as Swift looks like he's not going to go. Uh, that puts Tevin Coleman in, which we've already talked about Jefferson Metcalf. Those guys have great matchups this week. Yeah. So I think if I'm going to talk about an X factor, it's got to be, uh, Devonte Smith, who I believe had a tough game fantasy wise last week yep. and Two catches hurts. 22 yards. And Hertz is banged up. Is he hurt or is yeah. he just sucking? he's he's hurt? Hmm. Uh, like they're kind of unsure if he's going to play, which means his threat, like his his threat to run the ball, is uh, just not going to be there. So he's going to have right. to throw. Luckily, he's playing the Jets, hmm. uh, but Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball. So when he's healthy, let alone when he's hurt. So I think Devontae Smith might be might be worrisome this week in the in the flex spot. Um not sure where else he might look on his bench uh for more help in that regard. So I think I'm leaning the Mystics for an upset if he can find a defense on the okay. way Yeah. I I was kind of leaning that way as well. I the Pittsburgh Baltimore matchup. Um, I think T.J. Watt is is out, but I don't know how you can bet on Lamar Jackson after watching how he got shit on by the by the Browns. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think you're looking at the matchups like Medcalf until he proves that he. I guess that whole offense can start going again. Like, my God, like there's nothing there for them. Mm -hmm. like absolutely nothing there so it's like you have no faith in him jefferson is obviously his stud but how much work does he truly need against detroit like i don't know if they're just going to say like we could win by just handing the ball off to madison i don't know if they're going to rely on him like the past couple of weeks he's gotten like double digit targets and 
just mm-hmm. a shit shit ton of yards against um I guess higher competition like when he needed to come out and play he came out and played so yeah. that's my only concern with Brent's team um yeah I, I see I and I know he's 5 and 7 and I'm maybe it's just like when Jamar Chase isn't catching 100 yard touchdowns mm-hmm. it's kind of a struggle but I don't I like Noel's team so I I think I'm going to go with the upset as well I think I'm going to go with the the Mystics pulling this one off assuming he plays a defense yeah. which I think he will um and there you he's, go. Max he's had some. Chaos. He's had some. He's had some rough weeks, like like some rough luck, I should say. Like, yeah. Obviously, with Jones getting hurt, it's never get like Ceh was gone for a while, um, and then with uh, like trying to figure out Joe Burrow and Kirk Cousins, yeah. it feels like he got it wrong quite a bit. Yeah. Um, which I would have done the same. It's not a trip. Oh, it's just course. like That's... you're trying to you're trying to choose between two guys who are always ranked like. 12 and 13 or whatever yeah. right like so yeah it's that's a tough one that yeah. i mean we we've all done it right where you can never just pick the right player exactly um, it's a little self-inflicted as well because don't forget he did start patrick taylor for two to three games yeah that's and true. i think he he got like four points across those games no i lied 1.8 points across i think the, the two three games that he played him so uh yikes yeah that's true that's yikes so this this would be quite the the upset i think Mm -hmm. the offenders would lose three in a row and almost fall out of the playoffs luckily his points four are quite strong yeah so i think he's gonna hold on no matter what happens but Mm -hmm. oh boy yeah concerning times in over there in belleville area okay well do we want to talk about the the dubuisson bowl here let's do it all righty so we have the fifth place hogs against the eighth place lords. Um, huge playoff game. Huge playoff huge. game. This this is definitely getting flexed prime time. Yep. Like everyone's watching watching this game 4K. We're all going to hometown, gathering around. Like, unfortunately, though, your team yep. looks like they belong more in Vanier and not the luxurious mm. Barhaven. Mm-hmm because um i have my only note here i have just says alex collins yep and uh and that's all i really have to say about your team like it's he is unfortunately the worst player going yeah 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 and it's just i i know you don't have other options Mm -hmm. you've you've run into some bad luck with uh carter being hurt um, with Darren uh, Waller now being hurt. Gus Edwards with, never playing a game. Yeah, with your stud, Adrian Peterson, getting released because he's 112 years old. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you've fallen on some hard times. But overall, I think your team is still quite good. Um, you have Moreau, who, who seems to be like a pretty decent substitute. He gets the ball pretty heavily. Um, he's shown that when Waller was out previously, I think he, oh, my yeah, God. Played that he did good. Played so 100% when, of the snaps. Yep. And when Waller was out, yeah. Six for six, 60 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Right? So, yeah, I I don't mind that play. I mean, meanwhile, <laughs> our pal over over here is, is got the Gronkowski Friermuth stack going on. Yeah. Starting a tight end in the flex yeah. is never a recipe for success, but... Here we go. If anyone can prove us wrong, it's going to be the playoff lords. Yep. Um, Dalvin Cook being out hurts a ton. 
um, especially when you look at him potentially being his flex versus uh, a tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, his only question mark right now is is obviously how healthy Kyler Murray is. If he can come down and come back and be as impactful as he as yeah. he was prior to getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sterling Shepard. I think Sterling Shepard um, had some good stat lines early on in the season. Um, but man, has he missed a shit ton of time. Mm-hmm. He's kind of banged up all over the place. They're not even sure if he's going to play. Um, they don't even know he's, if Jones is going to play. Yeah, like they're, yeah. I, I know, like the the Giants are a complete mess right now. And Nick doesn't have any help on the bench. I guess he goes Jamison Crowder as his literal only other wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But Shepard and Crowder are both potential zeros, which would obviously screw up his, what I assume he thinks he's going to score 150 points on you. Yeah. So I, I this is going to be a good one. And, and it's, it's timely because we're heading up into the playoffs and, and these guys, you know, you're both kind of like humming along or gearing up for a big push. So mm-hmm. it'll, uh, you'll set the, set the tone for the playoffs. I think with this game, um, I guess we're waiting for me to, to pick a side. Yep. I think, I think I got to go you just because I, I hate the, the tight end stack and I don't think Shepard is going to play or do anything. Yeah, so I think you nailed it. Collins is the worst player hmm. probably in all of fantasy football. Yeah, he's the worst I, player on the starting on a starting team. I hate having to play him, and I know Pearson keeps being like, man, just take him out. But it's like there's no other running back on the waiver wire that's getting 12 touch or 10, 10 touches. Did you it's get... Like, any trade proposals for him? I know you tried to float him over to Nick with the Chris Carson, but when Chris Carson was ruled out for the year, yeah, did anyone offer you anything? And then you thought that you no, walked into a stud? No, I wasn't. Nobody hit me up about Collins. Um, at the trade deadline, I tried to flip him to Jamie, and I think we had like a fifth agreed on um but then he decided to go um whatever the other trade he made was right he made, he made two, quite a few he made but... two like devil devin singletary trade maybe or the right. one with cosgrove yeah. what was the one with cosgrove the for uh, melvin gordon yeah melvin gordon which you know good for him for doing that instead that was way better um so but i honestly didn't think i would have to play collins at all yeah um all that to say it doesn't <laughs> matter doesn't matter he's playing yeah. uh the thing that scares me is his two running backs are top five running backs this week hmm. against atlanta and seattle like they're both with debo out too mitchell's getting every fucking touch yeah and my only saving grace would be if they want to have a ronald jones game it's gonna be this week because atlanta can't stop anybody and if they want to yeah. give like leonard a bit of a break this is the game to do it, I think. It also seems like uh, with Tampa, like they're pretty hard to predict when they game plan for a heavy dose of like Fournette or Gronkowski versus yeah. Mike Evans or Godwin. Like I feel, yeah. I feel uh, like they can just sit back and be like, "All right, like who are you trying to?" Yep. Yeah. 
you know, shut out because we're just going to go the other way. Exactly. So I think like when you're going down, it's, it's like Mahomes. Okay. Against Murray. If Kyler gets back to form, I give him the advantage there. Diggs and Johnson against Lockett and Shepard is definitely my way. Mm-hmm. Henderson and Collins versus Fournette and Mitchell obviously uh, goes to Spa Lords. And then, yep. um, you know, I don't know. I need a big game out of Higgins, I guess. But I'm going with me because I'm not taking the Spa Lords. There you go. Won't be doing that. And you know he's eating this up that we both picked against him. And he's going to, Yeah. I'm sure, use that as ammunition. Pin this up on the chalkboard. Uh, or yeah. Whatever, but yeah, for sure. I just hate picking him. He uh, <laughs> he jerks himself off enough for for the whole league, right? So I love it though, man. Yeah. It's oh, so absolutely. good. Absolutely, I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah. Um. Okay. But I just I just don't need to to be on his side. Yeah. And he probably prefers it that way, right? He's a lone wolf type of guy. Yeah. Exactly. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's move over to uh, the first place Magikarps versus the second place uh, Voldemort's. Here we go. So also a big one with quite a bit at stake, I'd say. Yeah. Like the Voldemort's, I'm sure they like they want to stay in second with a win. And I believe you could just lock up first place with a win. Yep. Ain't nobody catching you because we all know what your points for looks like, right? Mm. So let's start let's start there. Like let's start with your team and let's let's take a moment to just appreciate it. Okay. Remember when your biggest worry was tight end? Yeah. Hey, you were so worried about your t- t- Corey. Oh, like I need a tie. Trade me Waller, maybe. Like, and now look at Dawson Knox. I think you're like, like, like that's got to be a joke, right? Like, who are you? Who are you trading for? That's better than Dawson Knox. Um, <clears throat> probably no one at this point. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Nick Chubb's on a buy. Would you even know? Nope. Would you even know? Looking at your roster. Yeah. You're yeah, crushing the points for. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, let's, you know what? Let's stop talking about this year. Let's start talking about next year. Okay. And look at how well you've lined yourself up, you know, S- to select a number of fantastic fantasy players in the early rounds of the draft. Like maybe you'll be, maybe you'll go 12 and two again next year. That's the dream, right? You know? Where is it? Where are you going, Corey? Get another thing. Point. Another thing you got going for you. Here we go. Well, no, I'm just stroking you off. I don't want you to feel sad anymore. Yeah. Another thing you got going for you is Kareem Hunt's on a bye. Mm. Debo Samuel and Kamara not playing. Yeah. So that pretty much sums up the Voldemort's, right? Yeah. I, that oh, said, though, that said, he's missing three key pieces, and I'm hard on our guy Adib. Like I am hard on this guy's team. Mm. I think he's had, I think he had a shit team last year. I've said it again this year where he's just been like so goddamn lucky. But with all that said, he's doing okay. Like Chase Edmonds is still out, so he can play James Conner. Hawkinson's back involved with the team. Boston Scott might be the only running back aside from Gainwell playing for Philadelphia. Like, Ayuk goes in for Debo. Like, I don't know. Like, I I just think with those three big names out, like his two top running backs and his top wide receivers, best player this season, I would still take a D probably over the majority of teams this week. Except you. <laughs> like, I'm not, I wouldn't take them over your team. You're muted. Yeah, I was muted. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 
I said, yeah, it's too bad that you you would take him against everyone but the one team he's playing this week. Yep. But yeah, I I mean, there's I bitch that we don't talk about my team a whole lot, but I agree. There's not there's not much to say. It's it's very good. It's one thing to have as many draft picks as I had, but then I seemingly hit on most of them. And that was dumb luck, right? You highlighted that, how I was like a Robert Woods guy. And then I ended up with uh, with Cooper Cup in my lap, who's been the highest scoring wide receiver this year. Mm-hmm. And even on my list, I think I probably would have preferred Mike Evans, who went, I think, a pick before I took Chris Godwin. Right. And I want to say Godwin's outscored him, even though Evans has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Dak Prescott, I think, is a top three or four quarterback. Yep. And it was like he was like the sixth quarterback taken off of the board. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, yeah. I mean, I had a good draft. I'm not saying that's because of me or more just kind of where the chips fall. But, yeah, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Next year is also looking great. You know, you got to assume I'm going to be able to move a few of the guys I'm unable to keep. I currently have Jamie's first overall first-round pick. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be in the goldfish. I yep. uh, also have another first round pick. So, anyways, yeah, future's looking good. But let's um, week thirteen. I think Mike Evans. Gotta... Mike Evans is is outscoring Godwin by uh, three, five, eight points. Right. Sorry, are you doing the math though? That's a <laughs> yeah. little worrisome. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Really, that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyways, good for Mike Evans. See, that's yeah. why I wanted to draft him. Imagine how good my team would be if I had Mike Evans. Jeez, Louise. Imagine. Yeah, all that to say, come playoffs, and I put up a 72 points and lose in the first round. But I think for this matchup, yeah, like I should win. I should win every week with this team. Um, I don't don't think uh, the Voldemorts have enough to to get by me unless I I put up like a really shitty game. But my team should put up like 120 points. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully he can just get healthy and, uh, and we can meet each other again in the playoffs. Yes, sir. There you go. All right, moving on to the last one. We have another great one as the third place Broskies are taking on the fourth place Dog Pound. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel bad for Colin with this Zeke versus Pollard thing. It feels like it's like a, a damn you if feel you do, bad for Colin? Well, it, it's to the point where it's like, I don't think you, you can start Zeke and Pollard at this together. Right, like I, I think they they cap each other off with how many points they're going to score. So, mm-hmm. if you want to maximize your overall output, like you got to pick one because, yeah, they're gonna like kind of handcuff each other. So, do you right. go Zeke, even though Pollard seems to be the more explosive, mm-hmm. but then Zeke is kind of like the goal line, more reliable, gets the ball more often. Like I don't know, I don't know what to think, and and I just I kind of feel bad that he's got to figure out week to week which one of those to play yep uh then you look at montgomery right they called him david mopportunity last year because he got every touch in chicago yep where fuck now that team is just kind of a black hole yeah yeah black hole of offense right it's like and then and then his other guy like then he's starting ingram like Mm -hmm. that's that's a puke emoji if i've ever seen one yep all that to say, like they're not terrible. Like I'm sure you know you're starting Alex Collins. So if you had a choice at Montgomery or Ingram over Collins, like that'd be a different story. But yeah, hundred um, percent. 
but he's he's playing against Taylor and Mixon, who I got to imagine are one two running backs mm-hmm. in the entire league. Actually, mm-hmm. I know that. I don't even have to look it up. That's a yeah. guarantee. And a and there's guarantee. there's no sign of them really showing slowing down. Like Taylor <laughs> against Tampa. Actually, even... uh, it's Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, then Joe Mixon. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, I guess Eckler had a huge uh, had that one huge week. Yep. He's been scoring a ton of touchdowns lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so he's got the one and three, which is surprising. Um, Chris just needs wide receiver help, right? Yep. And and Jalen Hurts being hurt is also a big uh, a, a big spooks for him. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, he's just been playing like complete mush anyway. So, I, yeah, it, it's a struggle. But as long as you have Taylor and Mixon, like, you're, you're just going to go. The one thing I want to bring up here, because I think top to bottom – both of these guys have just very good rosters. They wouldn't be in the position that they were in the league uh, without having great players on either side. What do you think Chris does with Saquon Barkley? Like, if he puts up another shitty week, right? We've already talked about no Daniel potential for no Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Kadarius Tony, I believe, is out anyway. Uh, Shepard might be out. Like, so so if whoever the what Giants. What would you do? I would have never made the trade, but uh, here we are. I I don't <laughs> like. I understand like it's Saquon Barkley. His name carries something. You're gonna look at like your your projected Yahoo points, which are bullshit anyways, and you're gonna see a big inflated number. Yeah. Um. But I yeah I, I don't know. Like if he puts up another dud, I don't know. Are you content with getting eight points uh, from your flex every week? I mean. You probably <laughs> like, yeah, like, uh, I mean, most people probably, um, but do you I don't know. I would have thought about, I, I mean, I, I'm assuming Barkley and Williams are probably ranked similarly, similarly. And that's where I was going to go was that, um, maybe this week you feel like you have to go with Barkley, but if he puts up another kind of stinker mm-hmm. and Deandre Swift remains out, are you trying to tell me you're not at least considering Jamal Williams? Yeah. Are you not worried that you just traded a first and a third for him? Yeah. I don't know how that trade's playing out based on... Uh... He's missed uh, two games, I believe. Okay, so if he misses uh, one th- more? If he misses one more, that condition, which is a third or fourth, uh, disappears. and then I, th- And then if he misses three more the first round pick becomes a second round pick. Oh, so Pearson's but, getting a first. But it, yeah, so Pearson's going to get the first. So Pearson has two firsts. Yeah. Wow. He's got two firsts, two fourths. Missing a third. Who traded to me? Oh, yeah, that was for him to move up uh, at the draft to get Josh Allen in the second <laughs> round. He traded me a second and a third for Josh Allen. Oh, that's so sick. Anyways, I I think that this matchup is going to be a good one. I think they're yeah. they're both probably now we should put a disclaimer that it's like halfway through the the Dallas New Orleans game and Zeke and Ingram are both struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper hasn't done a whole lot either. He's got two catches for forty one yards at this point. Yep. Um, so that might skew a few things, but um, yeah, I'd like to know who who you're thinking of picking. Um, 
I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Colin. Okay. I think. I think Hertz is gonna have a shitty game. Yep. Um, Bateman is pretty. Bateman shit too. is shit. Uh, Logan Thomas is fine. Tyler Higby is not. Um, I don't know. I just I, 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 I think Chris has the better running backs, obviously, but I think Jalen Hurts has also helped him quite a bit in some weeks, and I don't think he's going to help him this week at all. Yeah, that's yeah, my he, rationale. At the beginning of the year, he was a lock for twenty points a game, no questions asked. Yep. Now he there's a he's come down to earth. He's still capable of putting up a ton of points with his legs. But I think the last time he put up over 20 points, yeah, that was week 11 against New Orleans. That's because he rushed for like three touchdowns or something dumb like that. But other than that, it's, it's pretty pedestrian scores of 11, 16, 18. His big week of 30. And then last week, he's got six. And he's hurt. Like He's and hurt. He's hurt. And yeah. he's hurt and... I don't know if he can run. And if he yeah, can't so... run, then he can't throw. That's right. So Cosgrove, like he has all year, has relied on Taylor and Mixon scoring absolutely outrageous points. I don't know if he's going to get enough um, from his supporting cast um, to to beat out what Collins thrown at him. Yeah. Now, granted, if the scoring remains the same and Ingram and Elliott both put up single digits, that's mm-hmm. obviously going to sway it quite a bit. But uh, there's still plenty of time left in this game. So, okay, so we're we're both thinking dog pound? I'm going dog pound. All righty. Well, there you go. Wrap it up. And he would, um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, would the dog pound leap over the broskies for third place? He would need, uh, six, he would need to beat him by 60 points. Okay, so no. So probably not going to happen. No. So the broskies are, are okay. I, I believe they're... They're probably locked in for the playoffs. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't think they're falling out. It's just, uh, I guess, positioning on on who gets to end up playing the Battle Hogs. Like, me or James would have to... Like, there's no way me and James finishing with the same record as Cosgrove would. Right. Although, I'm only one game back of them, which is wild. And 200 points. A minimum. Yeah. So um, no, I, I think he's I think, I think he's, he's safe. He's safe kind of in the top the top three. Mm. Um maybe yeah, top four, so but hey, he could end up with the date with the, the battle hogs. <laughs> Wouldn't nice. you love that? Nice. Wouldn't he love that? He Alex would. Collins. He would. Man, I gotta get Carter back for the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> that does it for this week. We uh that was a that was man, that was a long one. Another we hour. We talked a lot. We talked yeah. a lot. Yeah, we, we typically lot. do when we uh when we don't prepare. Yeah. properly yeah that's what happens there's a lot of like uh yeah take a deep four weeks to friggin edit this one <laughs> eh? yeah he'd have this out by the draft for sure yeah <laughs> yeah okay man good luck this week all right absolutely go carp good bye